0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Savage Well-Being Podcast. This is Ellen, your host. And I made it out of brain surgery. Yes. Um, just a little under two weeks ago. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so I'm just going to give you kind of like a brief idea of what happened over these uh, last several months. I, after radiation completed um, at the end of February, I just couldn't pull myself together. I mean, I was working on it. I mean, the effort was there. I was exercising, um, you know, just trying to get myself back. I, I know at times I pushed myself a little bit. Um, I was just trying to get it back in the groove, like, you know, I'm done, I beat cancer, like, you know, I pet my scans, or everything's looking clear, like, I did this, right? And, um, and so I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta get back to work, you know? Um, it's been a pandemic, and I had to close my business down, and, you know, and then, go through all the cancer treatments and everything and and um i was just i was just ready to move out and move on you know and um but my energy was just so not good i was having tons of like like a lot of tissue issues after um you know tissues around uh, where they radiated and the way that it affected my body like it was you know as uh, my tissue started to like shrink after radiation it was pulling a lot of ligaments tendons muscles and nerves and um and i was hurting I, i couldn't really exercise that well and exercise is life for me um that's my morning cup of coffee i don't drink coffee i work out and i just feel amazing And sadly, like I would work out and I'd maybe get a little energy. And then, you know, I just didn't, I couldn't really do anything. Like getting through a day, just getting up and getting out of bed and getting through the day was hard. And I was like, I thought this would get easier day by day. And it wasn't. Um, And so I started going to get uh, hyperbaric treatments to help uh, accelerate the healing of my tissues. And interestingly enough, like, it was working like i could feel a difference it was almost like things started kind of zeroing into this one area on the back of my head and 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 i had been having headaches like right out of radiation i think i was having them during radiation but that's a side effect so it wasn't like i wasn't you know thinking it was anything related to a brain tumor and then um I started getting vertigo, um, towards, gosh, it was like the very end of April. I started getting weird vertigo, um, to the point, like I was sick. I had the spins all the time. And like, uh, you know, that happened for a good, probably five or six days. And I, you know, I got in contact with my oncologist and was like, something's wrong. And, you know, I was doing all this research and I was like seeing brain tumor and obviously like this is something that happens. It's pretty common with triple negative breast cancer. Happens with a lot of cancers, you know? Um, so I was like, okay, let's check this out. Um, called her and uh, she ordered an M- MRI. Actually, I went in to see her because I had a clear PET scan. Um, so that was like victory for me. like yay, I, you know, I'm beating this cancer, like there's no, you know, there's no evidence of disease, right? And, um, but I'm just like, I got to work through all this like healing. And, uh, and that's pretty much what I thought was like, well, this is either healing or this is something not good. And with each passing day, as it got worse, I was like, this is not okay. Um, and one day I went to my hyperbaric treatment and I got really sick. Like they're getting ready to, you know, lock me into my chamber. And I was like, you guys, I'm going to puke. Um, and so I, I, you know, I, I'm in there like throwing up and, and she gave me oxygen and I, I felt better. The nausea went away and the spins kind of went away, but whew, it was rough. So, um, I finally, one day I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I need to go to the ER. I can't, I couldn't walk without a cane. Um, and like I said, this, this happened over about the span of a week. I didn't allow this to go on for very long. Um, I thought it was a nerve issue. I was just like, maybe this, these are nerves. Um, uh, you know, it it could be so many things. And so, um, I was just like, I can't live like this anymore. So I go to the ER and they do a CT scan and they're like, unfortunately we found a mass um, on the back of your brain. And I was like, really? (sighs) You know, you get that news and you don't know what it is. And I, I'm not the type of person that's like, Oh, go down this like whiny Path. I mean, it, it wasn't great, but I was just like, okay, I feel like in my heart, I was like, I feel like this is something that we can work with. It's, you know, they're going to be able to, just, the medical professionals will be able to do something. Um, so after the ER, uh, visit, they, uh, you know, they, they just sent me home and in the meantime my oncologist like worked on getting me a referral for a neuro uh doctor um and our neurosurgeon and um the referral um i contacted them and i was like okay well i'm gonna i'd like to make an appointment she's like well we're gonna review all of your information and then we're gonna contact you back and within about four hours she contacted me and she goes are you in the hospital? And I said, no. And she goes, you need to get there. Um, they should have never released you from the ER. You have swelling on the brain and this could be really dangerous for you at home. Um, and I was like, okay. And she said, go to the, um, emergency room on Ashby for Sutter health because they have neuro, um, surgeons there and, uh, you'll get, you know, you'll get more, you'll get better care, you know, more directed for what you need. So, um, we go in there and, uh, one of my besties, my best friend, Reggie, um, who is one of the managers there at, um, at that center health met up with me, uh, when I showed up and, um, you know, we're just trying to figure things out and we're going, we're in the room, like, you know, trying to figure out, okay, well, what kind of care am I going to get? Like, do I need surgery now? Like what's happening? Um, and one of the neurosurgeons there took a look at my information and he's like going out of town and the other neurosurgeon there can't see me for several weeks. So, um, you know, they're, they're just trying to like figure out, okay, well, what are we going to do with her today? Um, because we need to keep her in the hospital and we need her monitored. Um, And this other neurosurgeon who was just like, hey, I I just can't treat her. So he contacted this amazing neurosurgeon at UCSF and, uh, you know, gave him the lowdown of my uh, my uh, situation. And he said, yes, let's let's bring her over. So I had a wonderful ambulance ride over. Um, uh, Actually, it was great because I ended up with this crew that was like, super fun and and like i ended up like have like just chatting it up with everybody um <laughs> i made friends with everybody along the way <laughs> that's, that's just how i roll um so you know by the time i got to ucsf there was like a team of women waiting for me in the room and uh and i had like the most excellent amazing care that i could have ever asked for um from start to finish and um so when I like was taken to the to the hospital by ambulance, Ryan's back at my house, frantically packing things for me, getting clean underwear because I hadn't even showered that day. I was like, oh, I'm funky, so, and I need like all the things. Um, so he's like, you know, getting all my things packed, and um, and then you know he's he's you know gonna bring it the next day because it was really late by the time they uh, they got me there. It was like I think it was like eleven o'clock. Um, since then I haven't really slept, uh, that much because between like all the constant, like they had to check in with me and do all these neuro tests all the time monitor everything. Like I was just constantly under monitor. So being woken up all the time that, you know, they just, they couldn't let me sleep in the condition that I was in because of the swelling and all that stuff. So they're trying to get the swelling to come down so that they can do the surgery. Um, and, uh, you know, so, uh, my doctor who, my neurosurgeon, who is amazing, he came in, laid out the plan and he said, you know, Your tumor is in a pretty good location and we can get it, Um, you know, thankfully. And the reason I say that it's in a good location is it's not affecting all these other areas like, you know, you can see, you can hear, Um, you know, this is affecting your balance. It's it's on your cerebellum and um, it's just basically hitting your balance points. And so that's why you have the spins and all that stuff. And he said, um, you know, there's this blood supply that we're looking at that may be an issue, um, you know, hitting some some of these, uh, this blood supply. So that's the only thing we're looking at. But he goes, blood transfusion, we'll, we got you, you know. So uh, I was like, okay. I uh, You know, the way he laid it all out and everything, I was like, and he goes, don't worry about this. We do two, two to three of these a day. And I was like, I, I trust you. Everything that came out of your mouth sounds good. Um, so let's do this. And they basically had to like cut into the back of my skull, and you know now I have this like now I'm one of those people with plates in my head. But um, yeah, so like I was admitted on a Thursday night late there at UCSF, and uh, the surgery was performed on Monday. Um, and, uh, you know, so I had time in between, like, to get myself strong. They wanted me walking and, you know, just making sure that I conditioned myself for, uh, you know, my, um, my surgery. And, uh, so my surgery ended up happening somewhere around 4.30 in the afternoon on, on Monday, And uh, I remember waking up and seeing the clock at like 9.15 in ICU and they had me bandaged up and one of the nurses who had been attending to me like from another floor came down to check on me Um, because we her and I totally hit it off and and she comes in, she goes, Ellen, it's Nicole. And I look up at her and she's like, oh girl, you're looking sexy. And I, and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Maybe because I was so drugged up. I did feel good, but I felt like a different person. It was like night and day. Um, and, uh, literally, so, you know, that was like nine 15 at night and, you know, they're checking in on me all night long. Um, they did let me sleep a lot, you know, just kind of like I'm in and out of napping in between, you know, dr- you know, the the um, pain meds. And so they kept me. Yeah, I never had any pain. Um, and uh, the very next day in the early afternoon, I was up walking around and I was more steady after that surgery than I had been In like two weeks Um, no spins or anything like that and um, and so they you know they I did so well and like and you know after that I slept most of the day but I woke up around four o'clock in the morning on Wednesday morning like after you know after the surgery and I felt great Um, and they told me they were gonna they're like you're gonna go home today and I was like what just two days after surgery you're gonna let me go um I got up I walked around you know like it was um really impressive like I was really impressed with the whole process of it all and that the fact that like I could actually get up and walk around and I had like all of my faculties like (laughs) you know um and uh it was it just everything felt so much easier. And I felt like the uh, whatever brain fog that was going on in there just c- completely lifted. Um, probably the steroids were helping. I'm still on steroids. They're taping tapering me off, um, you know, just to keep all the swelling down. But truthfully, um, by Thursday after my surgery, I didn't ever took any more pain meds. The only thing that I feel is that, I had a weight strapped to my head and then I was like doing neck exercises and now I've got like this beefed up neck that's what it feels like but other than that um I am good I'm ready to be off these steroids though uh the I just haven't slept you know I am getting like averaging between two sometimes five hours of sleep per night but as they've been tapering it off. I'm starting to get a little bit better sleep. So that's good. Um, happy to be alive. Like I have to say, this is like, it's like, there's just something in my mind that said this had to happen. Um, it taught me a lesson. And again, it was, I think it's a lesson in my own authenticity. And, uh, I was about to launch into like doing, getting back into business and doing something that wasn't me, but it was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta generate income. And, uh, you know, just, I think it was just desperation. Like I've been out of work. I, it's time for me to get started back up again. And I was willing to do whatever, and it didn't feel good to me. And I was stressing and my mind was on it all the time. And I was stressing about money and, you know, all this stuff. It's like a lot. We're all going through it financially. I mean, it's just been crazy. But, uh, and, and so like, you know, I'm just like, I've got to pick up the pace. And, um, and it just didn't feel good. Like I was like, God, I'm waking up every day and I'm just like, ugh. so it gave me a lot of perspective a lot of perspective on how i'm living my life and how i've been operating from a place of lack for so long um and i was operating from a place of lack um so you know it's sort of like this thing um I'm doing a lot of my own internal healing around self-talk, beliefs, all this stuff. And it's really important, I think, for cancer healing that you work on yourself. It's not just the medical part of it. It's trauma. You have to work through trauma uh, and deep pain that just keeps coming back up in your life, you know? Um, I really don't think that you can fully heal from certain things unless you come to completion with some BS in your life. And um, we all got it. We're not perfect. And um, so, you know, it's really good. This time has been really good for me after all this because even though I'm exhausted, like I'm just doing a lot of writing and taking notes and just like thinking about the things that I really, really want out of life. And what I really want is some freedom. I have been a small business owner for the last 20 years, tied to a location, being that person that you call when you're sick and I'm already inundated with a bunch of work. And then I've got to pile on like an extra three clients at the end of the day, because one of my, you know, estheticians, you know, went home sick and you know, or shit's broken, or, you know, you get broken into or whatever, like, there's just so much to owning a business, Uh, you know, people that you're consistently bending over backwards for, and I'm done doing that, Um, you know, some of the just the ridiculous requests I would get and then, you know, do that. And I'm like, as a small business owner, am I doing myself a favor by giving this person a favor? No. And I, that was one of the biggest things I caved in. I had terrible boundaries, you know, and, uh, you know, so I did a lot of stuff that I didn't want to do to keep clients happy and, um, and it wasn't making me happy. And at the end of the day, I was really resentful and, um, that was my problem. That's my fault. And I have to really pay attention and own that. So, um, I, I'd hate to, it's kind of a silly thing to say this brain tumor was a good thing for me because it just opened my eyes. It really opened my eyes to the way that I've been living my life and all my beliefs, what kind of trauma I want to work through where I want areas I want to improve in my life and trust I have such issues with trust and I didn't realize that like how it's it's been interesting because like there's t- I didn't trust people to help me. I don't want people in my space because you know they're not going to do it right or whatever. And I'm just like fuck it. I'm going to accept all the help that I can. I can, I'm going to put it out there and say, this is happening and I need help. You guys, I'm not that kind of person. I've always been that strong person who will power through and try to figure it out and make it happen and stress myself to the point of like, I don't know what to do anymore, but I'm afraid to speak out. And now I'm, I've realized like holding that shit in did not do me any good. And, uh, And I'm just gonna like be open to receiving from here on out because I've been putting out in into the world for so long. I deserve to have (laughs) some receiving because I have I've I've really I'm that person that you call and I'm there for you. And, you know, in my work, I put myself into it wholeheartedly, even when I didn't want to be. And, um, Gave. It's such a giving environment to, you know, constantly be in that state of giving every single day and come home at night and just be like, I have nothing left. I didn't have anything left to, you know, I couldn't see my friends just even to get out for a nice dinner. I had nothing for a long time. And that's bullshit. That's not the way we're supposed to be living our lives. So this was a lesson. The universe told me, look, girl, you got another chance. Do it right. Pay attention. I'm definitely a person that when shit goes down, that's that feels like it's out of your control, that you have an opportunity to see the lesson in it. And that's what I did. I was just like, there is a lesson here. And so I'm in deep gratitude right now for it because like I have this um, amazing care team that took care of me the tumor is gone I got home and I'm up wa- I was like up and walking around actually by Friday after the surgery I was like repotting plants and um, you know just kind of like redoing my space and you know kind of like reorganizing things because I'm running an online business here. And so I was like, I need to like create flow in my home that feels good. Um, and, uh, you know, started, you know, picking up like storage options and all this stuff for like all these, you know, just kind of like getting new furniture to kind of like, um, um, house, like all my products and stuff, because I don't, I'm not putting them in my garage. Um, but it's things like that. Like I'm running an online, you know, sh- you know, uh, store. And so where do those things go? They're in my house and uh, I have boxes and everything. And so my place has felt really chaotic for a long time. And so I was like, let's tidy up the chaos and, um, put some of my business loans, uh, you know, into, uh, you know, like organizing my space. So, um, so that's, that's, that's what I've been doing um, (laughs) over the, over the course of these last few weeks in May. Um, Gosh, what day was it that I, now I, now I want to see like, I can't remember what day it was that I had my surgery. um, When this, this all like, yeah, I had my surgery um, on the 10th of May. And so for about two weeks prior to that, that's when things were really kind of shitty. Cause I remember going in, my pet scan was on Tuesday, April 27th. And, um, and I remember that day driving there was really hard. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the story of the, the tumor. And, um, now I'm being monitored every four to six weeks with scans to make sure that there's nothing rapidly coming back. Um, you know, how did they miss it in the PET scan? Well, uh, you know, they use glucose reading to um, to do PET scans. So it's like, uh, and, and cancer feeds off of glucose. So when it lights up on your PET scan, it's like, okay, that's an area that we're concerned about. Well, unfortunately, the brain uses a lot of glucose, so they allow for some play because uh, the brain usually does light up because, you know, there's there's your brain has to have glucose. I mean, it's one of the things that uses the most sugar right in your body. And so. Um, so, yeah, they it, they just sort of were like, it looks good. Doesn't look there's no doesn't look like there's any cancer there. They didn't see a mass. Um, but the CT scan uh, confirmed that there was. Did an MRI. Again, totally confirmed it. So um, so here I am. I'm alive, you guys. I'm not going to overachieve at this cancer stuff anymore. I, I truly am done. Um, but the theory is, is when I got really sick from radiation, I had a pretty bad infection. And, um, you know, one of the things that can happen with cancer is like it can creep in when you are just shot down and i believe that like my body was just totaled um and it gave this like breeding environment for me to you know get another tumor um gonna find out about pathology in a couple weeks i you know i'm not i wouldn't be surprised if it was triple negative cancer and i'm not sweating it at this point it is what it is and i'm involved with a a group of amazing women who are all, like, stage four cancer survivors who are just killing it, like, 20, 30 years later. And I've been over here, like, doing all the things and taking all the notes. So I know going forward, I have all the tools to, like, keep on healing and, like, live, really live life. Um, And, you know, my only treatment going forward is to have a few radiation spots to my head, which they said would be nothing because it's very targeted. It's nothing, nothing, nothing like what I went through. Um, I only have to have, I think somewhere between one to five treatments and it'll be done within a week. So um, I'm just looking to be completed with that. Um, I think I'll be done with that by uh, sometime in like mid June. Um, And then going forward, just kick ass, just kick ass. And it's not even like go balls to the wall or anything like that. Like I am really loving kind of like creating this like sanctuary healing space and, um, taking time, just taking time. So, um, thanks for listening to me today. I just thought I'd like give you a shout out and tell you what the heck happened. And, uh, you know, I'll be podcasting for sure. And, Uh, checking in with everyone and I'm still running my online store and I am hiring help to do that so that I don't have to take that on as a big responsibility right now. So anyways, thank you all for listening to me, supporting. Um, You know, this podcast is going to be all about prevention and wellness, but like super fun. I'm going to start getting back into getting fit again and And, um, so, you know, you're going to learn a lot of stuff here and, uh, we'll just, we're going to have some fun. So anyways, um, if you want to, uh, share this with your friends to hit subscribe, it's going to be a kick-ass podcast. It is a kick-ass podcast. All right. Thanks for joining me and I'll catch you next time.